to the Danger Zone Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Jacob. And I'm Eli. And here we talk about the things that culture might not want to talk about. And that might scare you. And that's why we're about to enter the Danger Zone. Well done, boys. Well done. That was a great introduction. I think we should keep it. Uh, That was inspired by the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. If you haven't checked them out, you... I mean, you could. You don't have to. Nobody's forcing you to. But we're here with Jacob and Eli. What's up? We're back from college, taking a break. Yep. Fall break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you guys have anything you want to say? Like, you, it's been a second, so. Well, it's good to be back. It's. I, I think that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> yeah. It's good to be back. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, that intro took us a solid, what, 20 tries uh, to perfect? Yeah, it was yeah. quite difficult. Something like that. So if you guys, first try. If first you guys want to like go ahead and download for support. Yeah, because that, that, was, that was a lot of effort. And I think a download would be, you know. Reasonable. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Sweet. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm glad we're, we have a consensus. All right. Jacob, you want to introduce us on our topic today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about idols. And now we, we obviously know that the Bible speaks against um, idols. Exodus 23 says, you shall not have any other gods before me. Exodus 34, 14, for you all worship no other God. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Um, so it's very clear that the Bible talks about we're not supposed to have any other gods, we're not supposed to be worshiping idols, and put that in front of God. Um, but, you know, in the New Testament, there's the story of how they worship the golden calf. We don't, that's not a crazy big thing, especially in American culture. Um, Matthew 6, 21 says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And this is kind of what we want to get into today. You may not be worshiping a golden calf, but you may be worshiping an aspect in your life, whether that's money, whether that's a hobby, whether that's a person in a relationship that you're in, whether it's your job, whatever it may be, you fill in that blank. But the, uh, it's so easy for us today to fall into worshiping idols, and we don't even realize that we're worshiping them. But just like Matthew says, because we've put our treasure there, our heart is there now instead of in Jesus Christ. So uh, <laughs> we're going to kind of go through like life experiences. I'll let uh, Ben take it off first just kind of things that we've struggled with personally. Yeah. So, um, I think my biggest idol that I've recently overcome, not by choice, but it just, it kind of happened. Um, so I used to, I used to love my car. I used to drive a Mustang and I used to not stop talking about that thing. You guys can testify to that. That's true. I was in love with that car. Mm. Uh, if I could live in that car, I probably would (laughs) have, um, but that's probably not the that's best not option to do. Probably a little <laughs> unrealistic. I mean. No, but yeah, it was, it was something that I valued more than um, my relationship with Christ at the time because it, it brought me joy, like a, an earthly joy that, um, I don't know, I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling like I got from God at the point, at the time. Um, and that, that becoming an idol, it, I had a, I had a recent experience where I got in an accident and the car is completely gone. Like, I can't, it, it, we sold it cause it was so like badly damaged, but, um, I, I've come to the conclusion that I think that was God telling me that it was an idol and it was kind of like God taking that aw- idol away from me. Um, I didn't get hurt or anything, thank the Lord, but I think me not getting hurt out of that accident 
is it just another like idea that like it was God moving? Like I'm gladly nobody got hurt, nobody got hurt in my yeah, car or the yeah. other car, but I think it was definitely a God thing. That's good. Um, one thing that I look back and think that I definitely put way too much emphasis on in my life was like my friends and like my relationship with my friends. Um, I think that I'm not saying you can't have like best friends or anything. And I think friends are like super important in your life. Um, finding a solid group of friends that, you know, share your ideals as a Christian and will kind of build you up. But I just remember like my senior year, just constantly wanting to hang out with people, spend time with like my friends. And I wouldn't have like any sort of like fruit of, um, of my faith in my life. Like I wasn't making a habit out of reading the Bible, praying throughout my day. And my faith was like, honestly, just very, very stale and not there just because I was just filling my day with things that weren't with God and not making God a priority. So idols can look very different. Uh, it can be material things. It can be relationships. And that's kind of where my personal experience falls on is the relationship aspect and kind of like seeking the joy from my friends, which is an entirely healthy thing, but not if you place it above God. And that's kind of the whole point of what an idol is. Something yeah. you value more than God. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, for me, something that was really um, out on line was, I had grown up playing sports my entire life. Um, and as I got older, baseball was kind of my sport. Um, but and through through that point, it was about my sophomore year in high school, I got gotten to the point where my, my relationship with Christ started to get pretty weak. Um, I'd grown up in the church, but it wasn't... It, it became a point where I started to qu- really question my faith and wonder, you know, where does God sit in my life? What importance do I place on God? And baseball kind of started to become that thing that was the number one goal, even over relationships, friendships, stuff like that. But my sophomore year or my junior year, I was playing in a football game and I dislocated my shoulder. Um, And at that point it was the same. It was my throwing arm. And so whether it was torn, what was wrong with it really became a big concern because a lot of times, I mean, your, your shoulder is so valuable in baseball in particular. Um, it really, I really got shaken to my core because I had placed my whole identity in baseball. Baseball became so much more than even an idol in my life. It just became who I was. And and, you know, without baseball, I didn't know what I was worth, why, like, what's the point, all that stuff. So baseball really became an idol. And eventually, I think, kind of like what Ben was saying, I think God, in a way, took it away from me until I could reset my values, really question, you know, what what's the point? Why am I here? Um, is God real? And, you know, with with God taking that baseball, that aspect away from me, I could find my identity in Christ instead of in baseball and realign my focus. Instead of baseball being number one, it turned to God being number one and baseball being further down the list, right? So that was really important to me. Um, And something that, you know, obviously the Bible talks about speaking against, you know, speaks against idols, but something that we need to ask ourselves is why, 
right? Why does why is idols so bad um, in the Bible? Because it comes up a lot, and Jesus talks about how he's the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him. I, I'm going to like ask you too, do you think it's possible for someone to quote-unquote lose their salvation because they they lose sight of God and they start putting um, their identity and who they are and all that stuff in front? Like, Do you think it can be taken so far to the point where now they've foregone God and Jesus, and now they're looking just to this idol in their life. That kind of raises the question overall, like, can you ever lose your salvation? Like, once you're saved, does can that go away? Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a pretty heavy question. Ben? <laughs> um. Uh, I can you like rephrase the question? <laughs> it was, it was, a, it was a, a really long question. question. <laughs> it was a packed question. Kind of what I'm trying to get at is: Can an idol come between you and God? Yes. Yeah. Can an idol absolutely. in your life come between absolutely. you and God, and that comes for um, like eternity and salvation. Hmm. In what way would that idol come between you and God? Well, hmm. that's a good question. In what way would the idol come between you and God? Yeah. I think the idols work as a as a distraction from your actual faith. Um, spending all your time on one idol is, you know, you have no time for God if you're spending all your time on that one thing. So I think it's definitely a div- like a diversion of, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. But you can like, it can it impact your eternal salvation? Soul? So salvation. So let me give you let me give you a scenario. Let's go back to to my example. Let's say I continued playing baseball and then I did never got hurt and by some crazy stretch of the imagination became a pro, right? And I never I never once <laughs> had that guy. I know, I know. I never once I never once had that scenario where I I had always put my identity and who I was in in baseball. I think it's how you live your whole life, like as a whole. So like, let's say you have a few years in your teenage years when you're, you have that faith with God and then you start getting good at baseball. People start noticing you, you get a scholarship and then you go pro in your whole life until you retire. You're just like, famous baseball player everyone looks up to everyone adores you and you're not even thinking about god your whole life and then i don't know you're in a car accident and die would you go to heaven yeah that's the question i think not i don't think so i think i i think i'd agree with that ben you like uh like you, <laughs> i'm just thinking disagree or? no i'm not disagreeing i'm just thinking about the you know that's instance okay. like if I think I think it should be our goal to live like Jesus, and then if we don't live like Jesus, like are we are we doing it right? So it's it's hard. It's definitely hard to talk about this because I mean, at the end of the day, we're not the judge, right? We don't yeah right. we don't judge whether someone goes to heaven or hell. But Paul talks about um, uh, is in Romans. I don't know the verse. You can go look at yourself but without without 
works, faith is dead, right? Um, the I think the question that is kind of getting brought up is if you have an idol in your life and you kind of forego God, let's say when you were younger, you accepted, you accepted Christ into your heart when you were, <laughs> I don't know, young adult, but you go throughout your life and you pick up a hobby or something and it becomes an idol in your life. And at that point, through fr- from that point to the day you die, you basically start foregoing God and just focusing on this idol. And you've completely and entirely placed this idol in front of God. And that's the only thing you, you worship through your actions, through your works, all that. Hmm. So you are worshiping God, th- God through that hobby though? Or is no, you're saying you're you, not at you all? Have put, you have put this idol in front of God and now instead of worshiping God, you now worship this idol. Well, this, this is just the, the root of this question is, can you lose your faith? Can you accept Christ in your heart and then stray from him and lose your eternal salvation? So let's not even idol related. The deeper question is, can you, can you change your eternal soul condition? Can you turn from God to the point where you're no longer saved? Is that possible? I don't know. Is it? I don't. I'm not God. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. I. I'm sure there's scripture on this. This is a whole different topic in a way. I'm sure there is. We've we've stranded from our original we've, we've strayed. <laughs> this is a rabbit hole. But now this is a very interesting point that has been brought up, and I'm actually going to look it up because because that means a lot. Though. I think I don't have any evidence right now to back it up, so don't quote me on this because I'm not. A crazy theologian. I think that if you're younger, um, let's say you go to church, parents brought you into church, you accept Christ, whatever that may look like. As you get older, you decide to stray away from God and completely forego God. I think you've now lost your salvation. I agree. Or you could make the argument that they were never saved to begin with. I agree. Would you guys agree or disagree with that? Yeah. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, I mean a lot of the times when you're a kid growing up in the church, it's not your faith. It's your parents' faith. And that's true. Just because you accept, accept God through your parents' faith doesn't mean that you have your own relationship with God. You also don't really know what that means when you're that young. Yeah. You don't know that. But, but okay, let's take a different example. Let's say you're 15 years old and that same thing you go to a, you go to a church conference. You're like, you know what? This is it. You're saying your faith is, I found God. Then you stray. Then you stray. Yes. You still think? I think off no support, yes. I don't have any actual evidence for this. I'm Jacob, I'd love it if you could look up maybe find some verses. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right now. I have no idea. But I was, I think growing up, that was just not assumed, but I think I did hear that like somewhere, that you can lose your faith. Because... If you reject God, so the the two sides of the arguments that I've heard when it when it talks about this is kind of people look at this scenario a little differently. I guess come from two perspectives. There's no Wi-Fi in this church. (laughs) There's two different perspectives. Some people say, "Yeah, they lost their salvation and now they're not saved," and some people look at as, "Oh, they weren't really saved to begin with, so they've never had. They never actually had." Okay. Jesus in their life. 
And at that point, I don't think there's really any way you can differ. I think you both agree that, yeah, this person isn't going to end up. But whoever denies me before man, I will also deny before my father who is in heaven. It's Matthew Mm. 10, 33. So if you do start pursuing this idol, if you do start pursuing a different lifestyle, completely void of God, and you're not, if you are 100% pouring into another facet of your life that isn't God, then you are denying God. Yeah. So if the you Bible put is saying above God, yeah, right. So the Bible is saying, if you deny me, I will deny you. And I want to make a clear point when you say that just because you struggle with an idol in your life doesn't mean you can't come back. You can't strengthen your faith. You can't realign your priorities. That's yeah. not what that's saying. It's not saying you're going to hell forever, but it is <laughs> saying if you don't take care of it, if, if you, you don't prioritize praying, God, there's going to be some questions you need to answer. Yes, I agree. 100%. Okay, because there's, I mean, we all, whether it's now, in the past, or in the future, we're going to struggle with things that we may, it's just so easily built into our nature to put that in front of God, just because it's, I mean, this laptop tangible. I have right here is tangible. God isn't tangible. I can't hold or touch God, right? And so it's easy for us to put that in front of God without us even realizing it. Right. So that's a great point. We're not saying if you have an idol, maybe you don't even know about it. If you have an idol, you're going to hell. Not true. Not what we're saying. We're saying if your priorities are out of alignment, if you start worshiping something above God, then that's when you need to start seriously thinking about it and maybe identify that and as well. And really, really starting to forego God and choosing this instead. Right. Because there comes a point in time where you... God values certain things in his word and whatever the idol has to value something else. And you leave that to go pursue the other. My question would be, what does, what's the definition of disown or deny? Because you could also make an argument for, um, you have to like really have that heart change of going from now. I don't believe in God or like I disown God. I don't like, he's not my priority. Maybe you have to have that conscious, you know, rebellion from him for that to happen. Maybe it's not something that, you know, just happens. So makes any sense. So the definition of deny is a state one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. So I think at that point, you, you know the truth. You know that God, that Jesus died on the cross. He came for our sins. He um, wants to have a relationship with you. And he's the way, the truth, the life, just like the verse that I said. You know all that is truth, but you're turning away from it. You're saying, no, I don't believe in this. I'm denying this. And now I'm focusing on this. But how can that happen? Let's say Ben, Ben in his car. I'm sure there was a natural progression there of, wow, I just got my car. I'm like hyped up. And then like he just slowly like started to realize how much he enjoyed driving it. I think is that the same as denying the truth? I think that there's 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 a specific idol in that for me because I put I put so much work into that car and I made it my own. I think because I I put my heart and soul into that car and I like did as much as I could to make that car the way I wanted it to be. I think that like there's two, okay so there's two different types of idols. <laughs> I is what I'm saying. Um, there's the one that you indulge in a bunch and then there's one that you like you don't know that you indulge in but you still do so you're saying 
It's the same idol. You just don't know about one. Yeah. Okay. I can I can buy that for a dollar. Would you? <laughs> okay. I I think there's a very fine line too of be, having an idol in your life and not realizing it. Like, versus actually having, and like having a legit idol that you know is an idol, but you continue to pursue it and stop pursuing God. I think that's when you lose yourself. That's when the question becomes, are you losing your salvation? I agree. Because of this versus, oh, I have an idol. I struggle with an idol in my life. I'm not, I don't really realize it, but it's because in the other scenario, you're foregoing the truth. You know, you have this idol and you're, it's being placed above God and the Bible speaks against it. You know, the truth, but you're going away from the truth. You're denying the truth and you're worshiping this. So the question we've come to an answer is, can... Can you lose your faith? And it's from when that idol transitions from kind of a subconscious um, thing to a conscious, like, you know it's number one priority. You know it's number priority. So maybe. And you, you, you yourself, it's not like you struggle with it anymore. You submissively turn away from the truth and go to this. That's when you lose your faith. I think that's when the question, are you losing your faith? Because then we get into... I'd say it's lost at that point. If you yeah. turned away from God consciously, yeah. you know that this is the idol. Yes. I think that's the so question we get into where it's the unforgivable sin, right? Where, you know, God can, God and the Holy Spirit can be speaking to you and can give you everything you need, but God also gives us freedom. And there comes a point in time where we have to be like, you know, I'm going to take it or I'm going to leave it, right? And if you're not willing to turn to God and be like, I submit to you, you're my king, you know, ask him into your heart, save me. God can't do anything because he's given you, he has given you the freedom to make that choice. Right. So it's where you make the choice to no longer to denounce God and worship the idol instead. Yeah. So, yes, I would agree. And I would, I'd hope you guys think that's true as well. Like once you actively denounce God and announce the idol as your, as your main priority or not even your main priority, but like you deny God as truth. I think then you lose your faith and that's when you lose like that eternal, the eternal salvation. Yeah. Not to say it can't be regained. That's yeah. Not to say like, you can go. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's many now there's, there's the, uh, you live by the sword, you die by the sword kind of thing where oftentimes you see people who their whole life, They've decided to reject God, even though they know God. They get to their their last week of life, right? They know they're going to die. And instead of accepting Christ, they just, you know, I've lived this whole way. I'm going to stick in my ways. My grandpa was a pastor for many years, and this family asked him to come pray for their grandfather. He was a military vet, and he came to pray for him. And this man was, I don't want you to pray for me. I've rejected God my whole life. I'm a week away from dying. I'm not going to. Basically, never, I'm not going to give in so now. Far. I made it so far. Why would I need him now? Yeah. And so we see there's that comes up a lot. But what you're getting at, Eli, is just because you rejected God at one point doesn't mean you can come back to him. So I think I think like if let's say when you were early adult life, you decided, you know what, this God thing isn't for me. And you just went about your life and you get 
midlife crisis, something happens and you're like, you know what? Then you, I've been transition. so wrong. I need God. Yeah. Yes. It, but it, that has to be a true form. It can't just be, Oh, I'm going to die soon. Oh, Jesus, come save me. Kind none of, thing. of these, none of these are just words. It's the real thing is like that you learn about your faith is that it's all what you truly, your heart believes your, your heart has to be, I mean, what the verse said, where your treasure is, your heart is, is also right. So where does your you, heart actually lie outside of the, the feeble words you say? And that's, that's kind of where I think you get the works part when Paul talks about, you know, without faith or without works, your faith is dead. Your works, it's not because your works don't save you, but because what's going on in your heart, it's shown through your works, right? Right. And you probably don't even like realize that too. That's I'm sure a lot of times where you orient because you, that's just where your heart naturally goes. Yeah. You don't have to proactively even like, it's not uncomfortable for you. That's just naturally what, what you're going to do and how you're going to show worship in another way. Yeah. Do you guys, Ben, do you have anything? You've been I have a question about? for both of you actually. Okay. So how do you deal with idols that are hard to let go of? Besides the Sunday school answer of like praying it through it, yeah. Like, so is there say, any other way you can get through a? So you're saying like an maybe, idol that's hard to get rid of. Maybe you've come to the point where you've analyzed and like identified this idol, but you love it so much, or so much of your identity is it is in it that you, it's really hard for you to let go, or maybe it seems like you can't because you're just so invested in it. So, I, I think know. I think a lot of times I mean both in my scenario and your scenario, who is more of a thing where God ended up taking it away. And I think part of that may be because we're, um, we're praying for his will in our life. Um, cause I think there's some things that are so difficult to overcome or you've been trapped by sin. Like, once again, my grandpa's pastor used to say, sin keeps you, uh, or sin takes you longer than you want to go and keeps you longer than you want to stay. Or takes you further, further than you want to go and keeps you longer than you want to stay. Longer than you want to go. <laughs> and the point is, like, we, we may get so caught up in it, in that idol, in idolatry, that we don't even realize where it's taken us. And sometimes we literally need God to separate us from that because there's nothing we can do at that point right can you use an example as like maybe like an addiction would be a good yeah. example to compare to because addiction is so like strong that it can like take people's lives over but at that same time they can be aware of it but just need that so bad and have that attachment to it that they keep running back to it the even though they want to stop the other question is how do you stop if you don't know how do you stop like, I mean, that was literally the only way well, I knew baseball became an idol in my life was because God took it away. I feel like something would happen to where you'd probably know. Yeah. I feel like whether it be a big, like, reckoning event or, like, it forcibly gets taken away, you get in an accident, your car's gone. There's nothing, like, that's not something you... I mean, like, would you have said you that's had not something you did your on car purpose. was an idol in your life if it hadn't gotten taken away? No. Exactly. That's kind of my thing. I I crashed probably like two months ago, and I just came to this like idea that it was God taking away from me like last week. Yeah. So it took me time to process it, but over time, I mean, I eventually realized that it was an idol, and it just it maybe it was a better thing and for I think, everybody. I think for me. that is you. 
like you're a Christian and you're struggling, we're going to struggle with idols, right? But you're praying like, God, work through me. Let your will be done in my life. I don't think God's going to take you someplace you can't <laughs> get out of, right? Mm-hmm. And God's going to be watching over you. So, like, I think it's really, because, I mean, so many times, I know I keep repeating myself, but so many times it's hard to know you have an idol, just like idol or any other sin. It's hard to know you struggle with something if it hasn't, like, if you're not looking back. If you're in the situation in present time and you're struggling with it, it's hard to realize it. Right. Uh, I think another good example is, like, self-examination. Like, when do you really dig that deep into, like, what your whole life serves or, like, what your purpose is? Because I think... I think that's a good thing that needs to happen more often, especially like within yourself, if you don't know where you are too. So self, self-examining your life can tell you a lot as well. Um, I think that's another way you could identify like an early stage of like forming an idol or anything like that. I think uh, you talked about friends earlier right. and how there's for your friendship or I wouldn't say it was your friendship became the idol. I'd say it's how your friends perceive you. That and like where I was putting my time. Okay. Like the perceiving thing was not something that I was like early like conscious about. Like I didn't know like that's why I was idolizing them. It was mostly like when I realized, huh, I was like really tired at church this morning. Oh, I was really out late last night. Like I wonder like, oh wait, that's been happening for weeks or like. I haven't been home at all with my family this whole week. Cause I've just been out like, yeah, that's when you start to think you'll have like a, like a moment where you're like, is that like normal? Is that right? Or is like, this needs to change that kind of thing. So I think if an idol gets bad enough, you're going to realize it and you're going to like have to choose God or the idol. I um, think, I think it comes to that point too. Um, it's, Anyways, back what I was saying, I was trying to get to is that sometimes it's important to have good friends um, who maybe you don't realize you're going through something or you're prioritizing something, but they'll step in and be like, hey, dude, you know, 100%. They'll, they'll call you out. You're saying the community around you to hold you accountable. Yeah. That's huge. I was going to say that, like, you asked what's, like, a way that you can get out of, like, an early stage of forming an idol. And my first response would be, like, community, having a strong community. But it's a lot harder for someone to go out, like, and find a community that's going to hold them accountable versus, like, probably what most people end up doing is waiting until they see the effects of the idol, like, in their life. And how that's kind of bringing them down. Yeah. But absolutely a strong Christian community would be, like, the best thing for that. Also, just so we're clear, like just because you like to do something doesn't mean that it's an idol. Yeah. It, just because you have a, you have a passion for something doesn't mean it's an idol. It's when you put it ahead of your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. That's that's when it starts to become that that idol that the Bible talks about us staying away from. So and it's not to say you can't like enjoy those things either and like use those. Those can even be a form of of worship, spiritual yeah. talents. You know, spiritual talents. Um, a lot of your passion can be built around those. Um, and that's why, sorry, there's some weird hand motions. Seeing <laughs> worse good. With um, hand motions. I forget what I was saying. I was really interested in that. <laughs> I was trying to do hand motions. So it wouldn't throw you off. <laughs> it threw me off. It threw me off. 
You know what you're going to say or you want me to say something? I don't remember right. what I'm talking about. <laughs> spiritual <laughs> gifts. Spiritual gifts. Yeah. Enjoying your talents. God gives us talents. We're supposed to use them and that glorifies him. So because you're good at something and because you find enjoyment from that doesn't mean that it's an idol. For sure. It could even be a form of worship. So that's like just to add what Ben was saying, like just because you enjoy something or have a hobby does not make it an idol. Now it can be, but that doesn't immediately mean every time that's an idol. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do we answer both your questions? I think so. You do too, right? I was, uh, um, oh, it was, uh, our, like, how do we deal with idols that are hard to let go of? Yeah. Which we kind of answered in a roundabout way. Is <laughs> <laughs> there another one? And then the other one was, uh, no, I think that was the only one. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think kind of the point that we're trying to get at is, or that Eli was just talking about, is that just because there's something you enjoy, it doesn't mean it's an idol in your life. It becomes an idol when you prioritize it and start worshiping it ahead of God, right? Yep. And that's when you need to start asking the question, is this something healthy in my life? And what steps do I need to take if it isn't because I mean, you can, there can be something you may prioritize in your life to that extent and it becomes an idol, but that doesn't mean, I don't know if that necessarily means you need to kick it completely out of your life. Like you struggled, your car became an idol in your life. It doesn't not mean you, <laughs> you cannot have, to have walk a car everywhere. Right, for the rest <laughs> of your life, but that definitely means you need to sit back, take a step back and really think about, okay, where did this go wrong? How do, can I, you know, prevent do this differently? Yeah. Well, I will okay. tell you, not having a car makes me stuck at home a lot. So it gets me into my word because I don't have anywhere else to go and nothing else to do. I so guess, I mean, I guess that's good. <laughs> that <is> good. <laughs> I guess it worked out. <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Yeah. Be <laughs> optimistic. I think a really important key from this is if you feel like you're struggling with idols or idolatry or even any other sin, just ask God to really work in your life and Pray for his will for your life, not not your own will. Because sometimes his will looks different than what we imagine. All the time, honestly. And um, God won't take you someplace you're not supposed to be. And we are singing a song at church today, what the devil brings to, what was it? The devil brings to kill for and destroy? destruction, you turn for good or something like that. Um, that wasn't the exact wordage, but you get the point. God's not, there's going to be things in Wait, life. is it the one that's like, you take what the enemy made for evil? Yeah. And you turn it for good? Turn it for good. <laughs> God's. That made a lot more sense. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. I, I was trying to think of it, but God's not going to take you to a place you can't, you, you can't get through. And if you're living through him and you're living through his will for your life, really trying to pursue him, he'll get you through it. And so I think that's a, important thing to talk about or to leave off when we're talking about idolatry yeah that's good so good are word. we just like getting, we're ending it there i mean oh. we can keep going we can talk about <laughs> i mean there's some football games coming up we got something to talk about the indianapolis colts which suck yeah <laughs> oh, we, don't like, we don't like the colts what's, here what's the kicker's name that absolutely whiffed rodrigo Blankenship, yeah, yeah Blankenship. we cut him. Hey, you know, yeah. if you guys want, we still have some room in our fan base. If you guys want to join us, nobody cares for the Steelers. Okay, you okay. Oh, wait, Steelers are kind of cool. Yeah, see, I told you, I'm yeah. about to convert him like, into Steeler. Didn't they like, dude, I, I think the Steelers were cool if you didn't like talk about 
them all the time. I think okay, the well, you talk about the Colts all the time. Whoa, 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 whoa. An idol in your life. You talk about the Colts maybe, all the time. Maybe, God, maybe, maybe the Colts are an idol for you. Maybe the reason hey, the Steelers hey. suck so much this year is because they've become an idol in your life. Maybe we, we still have here. six Super Bowl maybe rings. So what? <laughs> Do all these people need to hear this, or should we just cut it? Yeah, they need to hear this. What? <laughs> they need to hear this. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. That's, yeah. Eli, do you have a football team? I don't. I don't really care for sports at all. <sighs> There's plenty of room. Just wear some black football. and gold. Wear some black to, and gold. He used to be my receiver. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah we, we were, were studs goaded. back in fifth grade. <laughs> oh, man. I Bro. could sling that thing, and he'd go catch it and touchdown uh, every time. Yeah, every that's time how it works. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Every single time. Every time. I had, like, how many yards ran? Probably did on the season five thousand oh or five thousand <laughs> like, touchdown. Is that possible? Yeah. yeah, I did it. It was oh, pretty. We fair were, enough. We were phenomenal. I only squad. ever remember one game, lapel. La- we that, always that kid, played in lapel. That kid broke his arm. Oh, that was disgusting. That, all right, uh, we need to end uh, it here. Yeah, this is just really too all right. Yeah. Well, on that note, oh, I have, a, I have actually an announcement that I needed to make. Um, so if you're a student at Indiana Wesleyan University. Uh, keep your eyes out. I'm starting a Turning Point USA chapter there. I'm going to be the president there uh, for that, you know, that group. Um, and I need I need a vice president and a treasurer. So if anybody's interested, I will um, just message Instagram, message the Danger Zone on Instagram. It's the Danger Zone or at the Danger Zone 2022, something like that. I don't even remember. I run the account. And I don't remember <laughs> what it's called. Um, also, if you guys need prayer for anything or you're struggling with anything, feel free to reach out on the same Instagram. Um, we'll have somebody, you know, reach out to you, talk you through it, Facts. all the stuff you need. Um, another thing, the, uh, <laughs> so the merch, <laughs> oh, yeah. complications with that. <laughs> I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> uh, we were going to have the store launched. I had it all ready to launch and then we had some software problems. So we're going to work through that and hopefully stick get with your oven running for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our, our top quality merch will be out hopefully sometime in the near future. Maybe the far future. I don't know. But Taking we'll over see. the industry. <laughs> we'll see. We should make like athletic wear, like workout clothes. That'd be cool. We're getting off topic. Yeah, we are getting yeah, off topic. Oh. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's official. You have left the danger zone. Oh, wait. The music's not playing. All right. It's official now. You have left the danger zone.